What's good, everybody? It's been a long week. I know some of y'all are upset that I wasn't here last week, but I'm back in action. Right back in it, right back at it, man. I'm sick of people putting lies in my head. I don't really want to work. I'm tired. I hate my nine to five, and I'm thinking about killing my boss today. Yo, 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 yo. Mic check, mic check, mic check. Let's get everything started, man. Yo, what the fuck is going on, man? Welcome to On That Bullshit Podcast, where anything can be and or will be bullshit in my book, man. I do want to apologize for last week, man. Uh, just a lot of shit going on. Uh, a lot of shit, man. Time is fucking flying. Uh, my birthday snuck up on me. Uh, and not necessarily snuck up on me, but February is a short month, man. It's just a short fucking month. YouTubers, welcome to On That Bullshit Podcast. Um, let's see. I, I do want to do a quick rundown of some shit that did happen last week. Um, Poe is in the building. He understands the struggle. We just both busy. Um, I'm just happy he's here. You know what I'm saying? Um, what else we got going on? Everybody's been talking about the R. Kelly shit. And I know everybody's been waiting for me to talk about that. So for the people that always hit me up and say that I stay on a topic too long, guess what? This is not the episode for you. But Make sure you share this shit. You know the dig? Um, also, I have Lucille in the building with me. For the YouTubers, Lucille is right here. For the people that are listening on SoundCloud, Spotify, all that other good shit. Poe is in the building. Um, he is allowed to jump in any conversation that I bring up. Um, today, I kind of want to play devil's advocate. But back to what I was saying about Lucille. She's definitely in the building. That is my hookah. I do name my hookah because it's been a long day. So if y'all hear bubbling... It's Lucille. It's all good. Um, like I said, birthday snuck up on me, man, and it's crazy. I do share uh, the same birthday as my fiance. I am two years older than her, so pretty much it's not the business when <laughs> you have the same birthday as your mate, but it is cool. Uh, we did end up just getting the fuck away, just up and going. That's one thing that I want everybody to just start doing, man. Stop planning shit. Just do it, man. If you got a couple dollars in your pocket, $200, gas up the pacer, take your ass down the road, man. Just up and go. Um, do it, bro. Do it. Um, Let's see. All set album ended up dropping, man. I don't know if I really spoke on that album, but definitely a shocker, man. I was fucking surprised me personally i get all the migos mixed up except for quavo but the other two i just get them mixed up and i call the other nigga cardi b uh husband boyfriend thing whatever anyways that album was pretty fucking good man um not only that two chains ended up dropping an album that i am in love with man i just two chains is one of those artists to me that can't miss it's like with juicy j they don't come out with mean-ass bars and punchlines, but the shit they say be so real, it hits like a punchline or a mean-ass bar. And that's just my opinion on 2 Chainz. 2 Chainz's album is good. wasn't too long. It was it was dope. It was dope. Um, I did listen to Lil Baby on the way to the beach. Um, 
that shit was trash. I was very, very disappointed. Um, that what I call him? He's that little baby. Oh, the baby. My bad, the baby. See, these niggas want to be little. These niggas want to be babies nowadays. I, hey, I rock with his personality. Um, from North Carolina, so I gotta, you know, I'm saying. Listen to the tape before this one. I didn't listen to nothing from this dude, I'm, except right. for stories about this nigga shooting a nigga in the meat department <laughs> or produce. I don't know. I will say. Listen to the project before this. That shit was good. The baby on baby one. I was only made like two songs. I like uh, that. That shit was not. That shit was no go to me. Okay. But the, and I actually that, listened to that dude because of you. I know you said uh, you went I, down All Star Weekend and you said that you was like this dude. Pretty, you know what I'm saying? He he. I fuck, the project before this one, I really fuck with heavy. Is this just a mainstream album just to get him out there more? Because I think he just signed, right? He just signed he, to somebody. He did, he did just sign. This is, this would be the first project he had features on outside of the dude uh, Stunner for Vegas, which is one of his partners. But um, yeah, I, I would say the project before definitely got more of the he, better hooks. Like for one, then you got the uh, song Best Friend. I just got it, you know, from you. Man, I no, 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 no. I'm saying, it, was, it was on the Baby on Baby, and he put Rich the Kid on it. Okay, got you, got Rich you. Rich the Kid verse was trash. Man, that whole thing was trash. I just no, couldn't, I couldn't no, that, do that, that. That song, I liked the original. Got you. But, I mean, it's it's hard to top an original with anything. Yeah. With it's anything. Al, it's also, if you, when you're trying to top an original, don't put Rich the Kid on it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn. Um, what else did we miss out on that we wanted to talk about? Because we, you are in route here. You are in route. And I just called. I said, bro, we're not going to drop the day. We're not. You know what I'm saying? We'll bring it up. But at the same time, I think uh, Jesse Spoiler ended up, we talked about that. Mm -hmm. He ended up getting arrested. Got, um, got bailed out. Got bailed out. Okay. That went down. Then you had... Uh, Tristan Thompson situation and uh, the girl Joe Joey Jody Jordan Jordan I, man, yo man, Actually, my we, mind is roaming right now I'm before, trying to play before, catch before up before we get too far I do want to ask you how you feel about something yeah Two Chainz says he feels like he is a rapper's rapper when he wants to be now he is a rapper's rapper when he wants to be what do you mean like what is that like, what did he mean by that statement like he was like he know he does the club shit a lot but he can do the real shit oh facts so he said he did the pretty girl like trap music which was the last album which was more of the club stuff i, I like that and he said this one was a bridging the gap between the club stuff and the real shit and then so he said the next album is going to be full of more content of real shit. And this album is literally to bridge the gap from that to that. Two Chains can't miss with me, man. And if he says he's a rapper's rapper, then so be it. I mean, this man, he can hold his own with whoever he's on the track with. I will say, I, I that's feel, my opinion. I feel he can hop on the, uh, what was the remix he did? It was supposed to have been on the album. He was kind of upset because he ended up posting a picture up on Instagram when he was in the studio with Eminem. Uh, I want to say yeah, Techno. Yeah, yeah. Was Techno on that too? No, it was uh, uh, Fresher. Um, yeah, it was. It was. It was Fresher. Yeah. Um, damn, I, I can't remember. Yeah, I can't but remember the name right now. Two Chains held his own. Yeah, definitely. He, I will say, I feel like there is a, maybe a short list of rappers who can go from generation to generation flawlessly. And he's on that list. Yeah. So I put him up there with 
a Juicy J. Exactly. And a Fabulous. Yes. And you know those type of guys. Fab is just in a cap. I mean, I don't know. Fab, we already know he can rap with anybody. Yeah, but I'm saying, I, I've literally <clears> seen where he, all right, he, he, he did a song with Lil Uzi, still sounding like him, but it was on a Andre 3000 sample. Yeah, yeah. And then... <laughs> Yo, chill out. And then turn around and do a whole album with Jenicus, rapping. And, he, and regardless, he always sounds like him. Yeah, I mean, that's one thing that I like about an so artist. So always been able to, like, flawlessly, like, bro, he even... That's what Cole is doing right now. It doesn't matter whose track he's on. I, I he you. is holding his own, and he's keeping his sound and his style. That right there is originality in itself when it comes down to an artist. It doesn't matter what canvas you give them, they're still going to put their piece and their style on it. So, 2 Chainz got a pass with me. I've... I like Two Chains ever since he was Titty Boy. Yeah, and I'm saying, but you know, back when he was Titty Boy with the short braids with DTP, he was rapping. He didn't and, rap with the greats, man. Yeah. Like for you to rap with Wayne, not saying that you competed with Wayne. Well, not saying that we were expecting you to compete with Wayne, but you were able to shoot out with Wayne. No, I, 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 for me personally, if you listen to the song Bounce that was on their joint album. And they go back and forth. He killed them on it. He killed that. He killed that. No, yo. Not, yo, he killed that. He did. But Wayne will tell you, Chains can rap. Chains can rap. Um, let's see. What what what, what were we what was I saying before before you asked me the question though? Right, um, we, said, we said we went through the, the Tristan Thompson situation. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So the the red the red table joint came out, and I just want to say that like. I didn't know. I, I didn't watch it, but I got the gist of it. Pretty much. And I take that situation with the whole R. Kelly shit, man. Everybody's doing something for money. And my main question, I guess, for the podcast today is, what is it that drives everybody straight to money? Why can't you do what it is that you are passionate about? And kick down the motherfucking door. That's why I feel like with this podcast, I didn't kick out a lot of money. I didn't do a lot of things that other successful podcasters are doing. Me, I'm just doing it. And me personally, I'm not doing it for money. I'm doing it because I like to talk shit and run my mouth. And my girl not going to sit back and listen or pay attention to the shit that I talk about. I can't have a conversation with my girl about fucking battle rap. And have a deep ass conversation. I can't talk to my girl about music because she's not into the music like I'm into the music. So why can't I just sit here and talk into this mic and the people that fuck with me fuck with me. The people that don't can just say that I'm on that bullshit. I'm kicking down the door in my certain way. I'm not out here doing it for money. If the money comes, the money comes. But you will never see me go at Poe Vision and be like, yo, that whole thing... At my career was this, that, and the third. No, no, I would never do that. You know what I'm saying? It's just certain shit that I got from. We gonna get into the interview. We gonna get into the interview. We are. But let's see. Okay. Also, what else went down last week? It wasn't a lot. That's why I told you I was like, bro, we we not gonna do it. I don't feel like talking about Tiger getting kicked out of a a, a club with a, a party that was hosted by Floyd Mayweather. He did say he tried to go for the security guard's gun. He did. That's why he got to go. I'm not going to lie, man. Like, 
Hollywood is a different lifestyle, man. Hey, bro, them niggas is on shit that other niggas down or around us is on. They go over there and be on that shit. It's a whole different lifestyle. Hollywood is just out there, bro. And I'm not going to lie. I do not want the Hollywood experience. I don't. It's not that important to me. For somebody to get yoked up like that. And it's like, dog, you getting hemmed up. And like, not even a full Nelson. This nigga barely got you with two arms. Brother, like the nigga looked like he had a turtleneck on. Brother, like he was an inflatable tube man. Exactly. Like, come on, man. Pick yourself up. Dust your shoulders pick off. Pick your battles. Yes, bro. Like, yes. Pick your fucking battles. Um, that went down. What else went down? Uh, R. Kelly ended up turning himself in. Um, let me get to the shit, man. Today, he's backing. And I'm gonna get to that. I'm trying to figure out throughout this whole shit is. All right, I watched the interview several times, just trying to find the full video. It's like 80 minutes of interviews. Um, you go to a local store, they have it on, you know what I'm saying? It's ABC, well, CBS, CBS, Good Morning America, I believe, or some shit. Anywho, I'm trying to figure out how I want to start this shit because I have a lot to talk about with this whole situation. I said on this podcast before that I felt like this right here was a publicity stunt for R. Kelly. And I still, in my mind, feel that type of way. But I'm also looking at it as this nigga's guilty. When there's smoke, there is fire. Point blank, period. Whatever lie you told is going to come out. That's why I don't tell lies. I tell the truth. I don't give a fuck who feelings I hurt. I tell the truth. The truth hurts. I'd rather hurt you that way by telling you about yourself or telling you, yeah, I did it. You know what I'm saying? But thoughts in my mind also have me thinking like, damn, this dude is innocent. He's already proven his case. He's gotten off. Now I feel like He's getting hit with double jeopardy. Also in my mind, it's like, what is it? What conspiracy is going around with our legends? And it's crazy because also last week, they dropped the documentary of Neverland, the Michael Jackson documentary. I have yet to watch it. But one thing about me, my two favorite artists, is Michael Jackson and R. Kelly. That's me. And it's crazy because I know the, the people listening like, bro, you're nasty. You like nasty, nasty niggas. First of all, I like what these niggas do. Don't make it seem like I'm rooting for these guys. If these niggas did certain shit, then it should have came out a long time ago. I will say one guy is dead. The other guy, they're draining the life out of this one person. And that's when I feel bad because I'm sitting back and I'm watching this documentary. And one thing that I hate to see is a grown man cry. It's like everybody has emotions. And what I don't like that CBS is doing, like it's questions everywhere that are not being answered. Because one, 
I don't agree with R. Kelly doing any interviews, any interviews, but this man, I've listened to that 19 track song multiple times, multiple, all the way through. Just sit back, take a ride home, and I can pop that joint in and listen to it. R. Kelly has an amazing voice. He is an amazing talent. And for this man to come out and tell y'all, I am a broke-ass legend. I have no money. Answers one question. That's why he's doing an interview. CBS, I believe when you have victims that go through little crises and a cop just killed somebody, these people pay them for interviews. How do you think their funerals get paid? It's poor black people out here getting killed by cops. You think those poor families are going able to just up and pull money out of their ass for a funeral? No. They do interviews so they can fund the funeral. It makes sense, right? Like, right. you fucking with what I'm saying. So, R. Kelly, I believe, yes, he's broke. Now, he said he got, what, $350,000. To us, that's a lot of money. I wish I had that, but that is broke to him. He got, well, when he turned himself in, when he turned himself in, his bail was what? I don't want to get the numbers mixed up. I want to say it was 100000 and he couldn't pay it. He said he went to the bank for the first time by himself to figure out where his money was going. He said that the banker told him, Robert, people have been stealing your money. I believe that. The nigga can't read or write. My father told me as a kid growing up, my, my, my pops is the tough love type father. You know what I'm saying? He's going to tell you how it is. You're going to roll with it. At the end of the day, there's two things that nigga taught me. That nigga taught me, yo, you have to learn how to, learn how to read. And you got to learn how to add. Because if you don't know how to read, you don't know what you signed off on. If you don't know how to add, you don't know how much money you're making. And guess what? I passed math and English. Not at the highest peak, but where I can handle my money and I know what the fuck I'm reading. I will say, not just with R. Kelly not being a reader, right? Because T-Pain also just did an interview saying that... Who that? T-Pain. Okay, yeah. Saying that he went broke. He did, I remember. And he said... No, he was, he was like, he didn't even know he was broke. Exactly. Until he, like, he went to buy his... How he went to go buy a house. And they told him, you don't have the funds for this. Exactly. So he had to go back and look that he had accountants... That was Ooh. raping him. And they wasn't telling him how much money he had. Like, he, he, was, he said he know he was spending money you know, what yeah. he shouldn't have. Yeah. But he was like, they supposed to keep count and let him know where he at with it, and they weren't doing it. And I agree. That is the same. That's what I'm saying. I believe shit that he's saying. That's also the same thing that happened to Fat Joe. It, they ended up getting locked up for tax reasons. Exactly. And R. Kelly, at one point in time, got in trouble for... Tax reasons. And the funny thing, how I know that, I'm a big R. Kelly fan, man. I follow the motherfucker. But the thing is, when that nigga comes to town, I don't listen to the radio. You know how a lot of people keep up with their favorite artists? They follow them. Right. This nigga can't read. So, my thing is this. If he can't read, then that answers another question that I had. 
why the fuck isn't those two young girls or the people, his lawyers or whatever, telling him, yo, do not do this interview. R. Kelly, I can tell you right now, is probably saying, he said it in an interview, I need to be in front of this camera. I have to get this shit off my chest because it's been too long. And everybody's taking shots at me over and over and over and over again. I am innocent. I got off. I beat my case. Now, the thing that I said I don't agree with him doing that interview, not saying don't speak on it. Somebody tell that nigga go on Instagram Live, go on YouTube, and sit in front of the camera and you speak your piece. Because now, this is another thing that I'm really fucking like pissed about. They have these people for CBS, which is owned and controlled by white people. These white people don't give two shits about R. Kelly. I feel. They care more about the next step, which is the black community. If they can convince us that our guy is this devil, this monster, then the next person that is in the same shoes as R. Kelly, it's going to be so easy for them to snatch that motherfucker up. And if you agree with R. Kelly, then you're a monster too. That's how I'm looking at shit. I'll, I'll say... Like, uh, I, am I making sense? I'm going to let you get no, out. Okay. Uh, you make sense. Because my mind is roaming about this shit. I've been on this interview just... This shit was recorded. The interview happened on Tuesday. They released it Wednesday and they released it today. It's another part coming out tomorrow. But it's just so much shit. So go ahead. My bad. No, there is um, there's a video of Michael Jackson. I don't know if you saw it. Where he's speaking his piece about me. It's like... They didn't start saying these things about me until I broke the Beatles record. Yeah. I broke Elvis's record. Yeah. It was like, if y'all saying all these things, why won't y'all say the same thing about Elvis? Because Elvis did move a 14-year-old girl in his crib. Exactly. <laughs> now, my thing is, we're going to get into that. Like I said, I'm here because I know that talk. I know that talk. I know when you have celebrities out here that have to do certain things. For instance, don't you find it funny? <clears throat> Every time the NFL draft come around, there's always one person that is always brought up from their past. Like, it's it's a conspiracy out there, man. And I'm speaking my shit. I don't give a fuck. Uh, yo. Uh, I mean, I mean, I see where you're coming from. But when it comes to R. Kelly himself, there's a lot of it, it is a lot. evidence but where, against him. Exactly. But my thing is, in the interview, R. Kelly said, I have been betrayed. And that's one thing that I was like, yo, this nigga did this shit. But once again, that goes back to me saying, when there's smoke, there's fire. But what about the interview he did, I think it was with Fuse a couple years ago? They, like, they asked, do you like underage women? He said, so what do you mean by underage? It, okay. Come on. <clears throat> I would ask that same question too. What is what is underage? Now we we know we know underage is to me 13, 16. Well, I say 16 and low. You know what I'm saying? I'm Not saying I get what you're saying, but if you were in the club and let, let's not lie, these girls 
that yeah, are know, 17. We've, we've had this conversation. These girls that are 17 don't look like 17-year-olds. I feel you. So, at the same time, with them not being 17, me and you out, we go to a club that is 21 and up. Matter of fact, let's say 18 and up. I feel like we had this conversation up here before. We probably have. <laughs> we probably have. This story has been coming out, so I do repeat myself because I stand by what I say. There's no reason for me to have to ID someone that is in a facility this, this where only, I... No, this is my only thing about it. Wait. Because you have you have the two girls who did have the interview and they said that their parents made them lie to R. Kelly about it. So, in that, in, in that instance, he's not wrong. I mean, yes, he did what he did, but he didn't know. So, he's not wrong there. And I'm going to get on but, that too because I got but, a question for that. Now, if you got... When you know they're underage and do something... That's different. Exactly. But okay, then the Leah situation. Oh, that's always going. That's come up. always going to be the 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 common question. The Leah situation is always going to raise eyebrows. But at the same time, once again, it goes back to yo, Hollywood is on some other shit. They are. That is their environment. That is what they do. R. Kelly's not the only one that done it okay. because. If what, let's do the math. How old is Beyonce? No, I, I was about to say that because Jay Z. Whole whole was twenty seven when he got with her. She was sixteen. So let's keep the same energy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's a whole like that. That's a lifestyle that we don't know. Those are celebrities that hang around celebrities. At the end of the day, they do their thing. But if we do the math on the Jay Z Beyonce thing, then we can sit back and be like, well. No wonder Jay-Z was also fucking with Aaliyah. No wonder Dame Dash was fucking with Aaliyah. No wonder R. Kelly and Jay-Z had a fucking collab album. Like, or not a collab. Was it a collab yeah, album? And a collab tour. Mm -hmm. So, the, 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 what do what they say? The, the, the apple don't fall too far from the tree? Come on. You nasty, nasty niggas all hang together. But I want niggas to keep the same energy. I feel I've been keeping the same energy. When it comes down to R. Kelly, I am here for his music. But now that this interview is out, I'm trying to play fucking Batman. I'm trying to be the detective here. I'm trying to figure out in his motions, is he showing that he's guilty? Or is he showing that, yo, y'all been beating down on me for 30 plus years? 30 plus years, and my main thing is this. When it comes down to these little kids, they can say this nigga met him at a McDonald's. I don't fucking believe that. I don't care about that. That's rumors. I don't care. You're not going to tell me where a nigga can't eat. But at the same time, when it comes down to it, damn, I lost my train of thought. No, no this is... Shit, me too. <laughs> <laughs> but no, okay, hold on. I'm going to try to find it. Boom, boom, boom. Okay. There is no reason... For nobody to have evidence. We talking 30 years. I give you 20 years phones have been very popular. But if you gonna tell me around that time that tape came out that there wasn't a pager. It wasn't a love letter. Niggas was writing notes. You telling me you don't got evidence for that. But you telling me that this nigga did all that. And I'm speaking on the, the, the documentary now. All I do feel... That everybody knew what was going on if this happened. Everybody around R. Kelly, everybody that was on that documentary knew what was going on. And you know what R. Kelly said. Can I trust you? And I may be wrong, but 
I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here contemplating with myself and playing devil's advocate because it's like this. It's like, all right, what happens in this household stays in this household. I did my uh, Royal Kingdom relationship on this podcast. That was my little theory, my little fantasy. At the end of the day, if it were to happen, that's what those people signed up for. If you know I have a main chick, but you can live it, you can do this down the third, long as you oh bye by what we do here. That's us. I do not believe this nigga has a coat, and if he does, so the fuck what? There's no law, there's no rule saying you can't have a coat. But let me ask you about when Tiger was with Kylie Jenner. He was around her while she was underage. They didn't announce that. Everybody speculated they were together. They said they wasn't. And then, soon as she's 18, they're together. Do you, is that wrong? How old was she? Wait, wait, wait. How old was she? How old was Tiger? Tiger was 21. She was 17, 16, 17. Something like that. At the end of the day, once again, that is day shit. I'm going to answer your question. Is it wrong? To be around her knowing she was underage. Why is she in the clubs with him? If he's 20, wait, wait. If he's 21, how long was she able to get into the club? We're talking about, we talking about money at the club. We ain't even talking about just the club. They, they out together, though. Exactly. But I'm saying, I feel like the same way Tiger was around her, and then yeah. when, once she became of age, cuffed. I feel like Jay-Z did the same thing with Beyonce. I feel, I mean, yes, I, I agree with what you're saying, but I, I'm just trying to stick to the fact so that's of, like, look, the reason I say that, like, if you're around them while they're underage, and then once they get of age, you pursue it, is that wrong? I don't think so. But what is going on is, we're not going to sit and act like if R. Kelly met a chick at the club and she said, I'm 23, they can't not talk. But if she wasn't 23 and this nigga was 20, what, what's the math on that? What if she would? What I say? What what numbers did I say? Anyways, fuck it, man. I'm confusing myself. Anywho, what I'm getting at is I'm not rooting with the nigga. I'm just trying to figure things out and trying to make sense of everything. That's what I'm trying to do because you have this guy crying and pouring out his emotions, saying, "Yo, I didn't do this," and he's pounding his hands. And these white people are saying, "Oh, he's aggressive and angry." Now I see what those people are talking about on the Lifetime documentary. Bitch, that's another fucking program owned by white people. So that, once again, goes back to what are they trying to do to the black community oh, with no, this no, guy? That, that's, that's not a secret. <laughs> what? What? what they, like, oh, exactly. It's not a secret. So that's why we talking about it. Because... The funny thing is, the owner of Lifetime think that motherfucker got arrested or charged for child pornography. So that nasty, nasty nigga, like I said, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. I'm pretty sure R. Kelly was rolling with that nigga too. They're only gonna show, they only gonna shine this light on the black people like this. For every black person like this, it's at least five white people doing the same thing. Can I ask you something? Why wasn't this interview done on OWN? Why wasn't this interview done on BET? But you also got 
uh, Oprah. Yeah, that's that's the yeah, own yeah, network. She's so, now down talking Michael Jackson. So if she's if she did this whole friendship with Michael Jackson as, as he was alive, and now she's a part of trying to build up, like breaking him back down now that he's gone, she's not gonna have R. Kelly up there shine in the right way. Well, no, not saying shine in the right way, but why couldn't this interview have been done on a black podcast? I mean, on a black platform. Black-owned platform. We got uh, TV One. We got Centric. We got BT. We got, uh, like I said, own. I'm just trying to figure out the little things. Something's about to happen, or they're trying to. The shit that this nigga is getting. Think, think about this. Just think about it. All right. Like I said, they're not trying to show him in a right light, like in the in the good light. So they. If it was done on a black, you know, foundation or yeah. whatever, they may, they, they barely have in their head, okay, black people do love R. Kelly. So, they're, they're going to show him in the best way they can. We're not, we, we ain't with it. Got you. Now, like I said, you already have uh, Oprah tearing down uh, Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. Who, who, who did the, the interview with R. Kelly? Um, damn, what's her name? Gail. Yeah, Gail. Who Gail. works with Oprah. Got you. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm with you. So, I feel like, they, like, Oprah and Gail and they whole little yeah. people, like, they, they got something with the, the higher-ups with the white folks. Exactly. Okay. So, they don't I, really care about no, what's going on. Exactly. How to shine on, on us. Got you. I mean, that, that clears up. But, I mean, it's just still plenty more questions. Like he said, um... Like, I do feel like he he made a statement saying that social media is the blame for all this shit that has come back to him. But once again, when there's smoke, there's fire. Now, all those people, like I said, knew what was going on. If anything was going on, they knew. But another question that I have is for all the people that knew about the situation of so-called R. Kelly being a pedophile and he's doing this, that, and the third. Why didn't nobody speak up then? Was it because money was involved? More than likely. Money made people do, say, act exactly. crazy ways, ignore certain things. Bro, there's, a, there's literally a show where they say people are getting like, you know, Kidnapped in public and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. Imagine if, if, if this type of stuff is done in public and you see it, they just give you money. Okay. You can't pay me. If I see some wrong shit, I'm going to be like, like, nigga, the fuck are you doing? Like, I don't know. I am a good friend. Like, if a homie was to be like, yeah, bro, once you meet this chick, she got them 16. My nigga. Let's go sit down and have a talk. Where are those friends? Ah, oh, Pete, come on, man. I'll give you some money to, you know what I'm saying, help me get her in the car. No, my nigga. I fuck with you. And you as a friend. Why do we have a connect? Because I'm your nigga and I keep it real. It would not be real for me to step up and say, my nigga, you a nasty, nasty nigga. You need to cut that shit out. Point blank period. Where are those friends? But at the same time, like how how long has R. Kelly been been famous? Thirty plus years. And how so? Look how young he was when he started. 
at, at this point, okay, let me say this. I'm 26 years old. Wanna know who my longest friend is that I've known in my life? Yeah. It's you. <laughs> now, but, but, but who are all the people that I was friends with back then when I met you? Yeah. Where they at? I, I really so, can't answer that question. So, <laughs> if, 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 say, if I got famous at 19, 20, whatever, how many real friends do I have around me? I agree. And once again, we talking about R. Kelly. One other thing that this nigga said in the interview, why do I have to hold females hostage? Me personally watching that fucking Survivor shit, I'm looking at all those girls and I'm watching. I'm like, something ain't right right here. We talking about R. Kelly. This nigga's supposed to have some tropical girls, some badass Mother, bitches. This the same nigga that will get on stage and say and have them throwing panties at him. If they, if they th come on, man. I'm sorry. If I'm going to, if I'm going to snag or hold bitches hostage, then they gonna be some bad motherfuckers. You know, you know what I'm gonna say for people who. I'm not, not going to say that this couldn't be true. Yeah, yeah, go but, ahead. But as far as making it make sense to people, say if it wasn't R. Kelly, it was Chris Brown. I said it. I had the exact same conversation last night with now, my girl. What, what, now, what, now, now you're going to look at it like, do Chris Brown really need the whole girls hostage? Exactly. But the funny thing is, I'm glad you said that because it's funny we on the same shit. That social media shit. R. Kelly said in the interview that it's easy for somebody to come out with a story and say, oh, that happened to me too. It was something that happened in the, uh, in the documentary. They said that R. Kelly got mad and hit one of the girls because she was rooting for the wrong basketball team. With that being said, it's like, yo, how can you like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, if you have a homegirl there, let's say you remember that time Robert hit me over the basketball game or he threw something at me. Let's stretch this story. Okay. You were there. You were there. You were there. It's easy to plan and plot a story amongst each other and say, yo, matter of fact, we're talking about his wife. You telling me. His wife ain't have no friends. And according to the documentary, he didn't let her have friends. But it was different females in the house that she knew nothing about because she was stuck in this room. It, I'm like R. Kelly, bro. It don't make sense. How the hell are you in a house? A big, and we're not talking about a, a three-bedroom house. We're talking about a big-ass mansion. You don't know who the fuck is in your house. We black, my nigga. If a motherfucker pull up right now with an unexpected car, we gonna say what? Who that? Exactly. You look out the window. It, who the fuck I is that? I just pulled up and you was at the door. Who, nigga, <laughs> what? Bama just barked. That nigga black too. That nigga said, yo, who that? You know what I'm saying? It don't make sense to me. It's certain shit. I'm with, I'm I'm with, with R. I'm Kelly. With, well, it's I, like, I, yo, I it's common like, sense. I feel like a lot of stuff that they're saying about him, he may be innocent of, but I do feel like he's guilty of some shit. The shit the nigga did back in the day is what he's guilty of. The shit that they blaming him for now, the coat shit. There's no rule, no law saying you can't have a coat. But if you do some illegal shit during that, then that's breaking the law. But since we speaking on breaking the law, at the same time, they hitting this nigga with, uh, what, double jeopardy? 
Technically, no. Because they switched it up. They sent us four new counts of it. Because it's, because it's not the exact same girl, it's not double jeopardy. I mean, if it had been the same girl in the same case, then it would be double jeopardy. Because it's a different person, it makes it not. We talking about 30 plus years. You don't got no letter. You don't have nothing to bring to the table. This is 30 plus years. This same shit with the Bill Cosby shit. You talking about 50 plus years. My, I, I want to say something. Go ahead. Get off. For, both, for, for the Bill Cosby and the R. Kelly thing, there is definitely something called statute of limitations. So, this, especially with Bill Cosby, the shit was so long ago that he shouldn't have been arrested for it. It Like, it don't make sense. Even if, like, if he actually did it, Statue of limitation is so long ago, he, he can't be, he shouldn't have been arrested for it. Exactly. I don't know why his lawyer ain't say that. I don't know why somebody ain't say that. I don't know, man, but this story is just so crazy because, like, like I said, like, him banging his hands, they trying to make it seem like R. Kelly, oh, that's how he, he, he talks to women. It's like, one, you talking to an African-American. Yo, if you passionate about something, that's how Nigga, that's how you talk. If your hands ain't fucking, I ain't believing you. If R. Kelly was sitting there, not make no movement and just be like, I didn't do this. This man banging on his chest. I ain't do this. This man stood up. This motherfucker looked like he was playing spades, man. Like, this nigga was, like, he has every right to be emotional. Every right. But, I'm I'm not saying like he's banging out of guilt or banging out of innocence. So do you think him doing the emotional thing is is sincere? I believe that R. Kelly fucked up and said some shit that made me say, nigga, you did that shit. Point blank period. You did it. You did it. But at the end of the day, you learn from your mistakes. Now, do I feel that nigga learn from his mistakes? Yes. Do I think he continued to do it? No. I do not think that he continued to do it. That shit that... Now, did he do it? I felt he did. In what? Let's say... When did the tape come out? About 2000? What was that? 2001-ish? Somewhere around there. But my thing is this. Now, this makes me question everybody else out there. Because y'all calling this nigga a nasty, nasty nigga, which I agree with. Because I do feel like this nigga did that shit. But these are tapes, and they said it in the documentary. There's several tapes that they have, or he had. The nigga did the shit. Now, did he continue to do it? I don't believe so. I mean, if he had several if he had several, he did that shit. And there is a possibility that he did it. But what but made me they, say when, that... But when they say several, you don't know if it's several from the past or several continuous. Okay, which is true. But the lawyer that is going up against R. Kelly that's been knocking on his motherfucking door for 30 plus years have been knocking and egging and writing the papers throughout this whole time. My thing is, dog, it's getting old. 
I think that's why R. Kelly felt like he needed to be in front of the camera. Because if you got somebody going against you, I agree. And you're but not you, saying anything, you're letting them control the narrative. He did the right thing, but he did it in the wrong way. He shouldn't have done a fucking interview. Because that is the certain things that he said made me feel like, bro, you did that shit. He said, my way, way past. People are still coming at me from my mistakes from way, way past. Nigga, that right there, you, you, you did, you did that shit yeah. that they caught you doing. And you also said, I beat my case. And when you say you beat your case, like, yeah, yeah you, I beat you, my you, case. You, like, you yeah, said, I was found innocent. Exactly. You know? I beat <laughs> my case. You did. There's no reason to bring this shit up no more. Exactly. But at the same time, I want to definitely get this point off. Because everybody called that nigga a nasty, nasty nigga. But aren't you motherfuckers out there still nasty, nasty niggas? Because when that video came out, did y'all want to see child pornography? Did y'all just want to see R. Kelly fuck? Did y'all just want to see what was trending? My thing is this. What's that What's that nasty, nasty video that uh came out in like middle school, high school? The nasty, nasty video. The um the girls that was eating shit out of a cup. Oh, the two girls one cup. Okay, let me tell you something. I never watched that video. You know why? Because I don't need other motherfuckers that seen this to tell me like, bro, you should watch this. It's nasty. Why the that's like telling me to put my hand on this damn cold. It's hot, my nigga, I'm good. If it's nasty, I don't want it. Like, I'm not the type of person to be like, yo, this some nasty ass chicken. A word, let me get a piece. Let me taste it. What? If nigga, if it's not good to you, why would I? Like, come on. It Like, common sense. That's all that I'm trying to get out of this, this whole interview. And the fact that if this guy is guilty or innocent, I'm up here looking at his body motion. It's the average fucking black dude body motion that feels under attack or a nigga that done some shit. Like, I looked at this joint like, yeah, he did it. But like I said, man, the nigga got off and now y'all trying to hit him. What? 20 plus years later, it's it's getting old, bro. And I'm not going to lie. It's not fucking news. It's not news. For 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 one one other artist that I love to death. I mentioned Michael Jackson, um R Kelly, DMX. I listened to an interview about oh an interview that DMX was on. He said, "Yo, fuck R Kelly, and if I ever see him, I'm gonna spit in his face." And I'm like, "Damn, bro, like why would you say that? There's one person and that I would say definitely took Aaliyah's death very strong mm -hmm. was DMX. If you don't know, DMX was the last person to actually do a song with Aaliyah, also a movie with Aaliyah. Ever since then, that's, I, that's when I noticed his downfall of trouble. But at the same time, if you look at DMX's trouble, it's... Driving without a license, uh, impersonating a cop, not paying his child support. 
And speaking of child support, this is another thing. How the fuck do y'all expect this man, R. Kelly, to pay $161,000? And he just told you, yo, I don't have the money. I won't have it till Wednesday. Yo, also, at the end of the day, money still works the way money works. You have to go through the fucking bank to do anything with money. If it ain't paper, you have to go through the bank. And guess what? When you put in a certain amount of money, especially thousands and thousands of dollars. Now, I don't know about hundreds of thousands of dollars, but I know $5,000. I had to wait five to seven business days to have my money in that fucking account. And I also had to have the ability to a certain amount of money until that check cleared. So the shit that he's saying in the interview is believable. And I do want to speak on the... Uh, also, I, mean, I just wanted to point out, <coughs> y'all trying to say that he... Or saying he's a child molester, but then got him paying child support. Well, so with that being said, like you call him a child molester... It's making it hard for me to even see his kids. Exactly. Exactly. It's a lot of so shit. Like, so his kids are not kids anymore. One. I feel that. Yeah. I, I get it. But I'm saying, but this has been going on for a while since since they were kids. So I want to say, like, even if he, like, I say, if he wanted to get off a child support, you're not giving him a chance to be a father. Exactly. I mean, it's a lot of stuff with this man. I want to believe that everybody's lying on him just because he's a goat. He's a goat. No, I'm not. I'm not bullshitting. Like he is a great. Like I said, I am here for the music. I'm here for the music. And with Michael Jackson and R. Kelly, I don't give a fuck what y'all do. They saying they not playing Michael Jackson no more. Guess what, man? Suck my dick, sucker. At the end of the day, I am a fan. You can't get rid of that nigga music. It's too much technology out here where I can go listen to this nigga music. I'm going to stream it. I'm going to YouTube it. They were taking it off of uh, Spotify. Like, get that shit out of here. And, and really, if, if Spotify were to do that, I wouldn't support Spotify. Because you're taking you on Spotify. Damn. <laughs> Tell them niggas cut me a check. Yeah, <laughs> cut me a check. Anywho, like I said, I ain't in for the money. But at the end of the day, money talk bullshit walk, I guess, huh? I see why all these motherfuckers coming out. But no, nah, man, on a serious note, man, like, you can't cancel a person like Michael Jackson, a person like R. Kelly. You can't stop their music from growing. Because at the end of the day, I don't care what they do in their personal life. That music is great. What you gonna do? Stop singing I Believe I Can Fly? That's you gonna get Justin Bieber to fucking, like, cover it? That's why I feel... I started feeling like that when the Chris Brown shit happened with Rihanna. I was like, me as a man? No, I'm any man that put his hands on a woman, Facts. catch a fade. Facts. Like, no, no, that's, that's what you don't do. Facts. But he is still talented. His music is still good. And I want that nigga for the Super Bowl because that shit was trash the last three years. Trash. Garbage. Chris Brown for the Super Bowl. But So, but for them to go all the way out the way where there was actually stores in London putting stickers on his album saying, don't buy this album, this man beats women. Like, like people, they do entirely too fucking much, man. I'm yeah, sorry, like, man. They people, do too much. People can make mistakes and, and learn from them like you just said on R. Kelly. Exactly. I'm sure at this point, 30 years later, he done learned his lesson. I'm 
pretty fucking sure. Because my thing is, how can y'all expect this man to pay any amount of money? He already came out and told you, to be honest, I am a broke-ass legend. I mean, because with all the accusations and everything, the money that he should have coming in, y'all pretty much taking it from him. Exactly. They said his guesstimate was $500 million of how much money he's brought in over the time. Dog, the nigga barely got a house. I know he stay in Trump Towers, but it's it's so much like it's so much one person can take. And that's why like you see some of these legends do shows because they love to perform. Some of these some of these legends doing shows because they got to. They have he's one of those ones that has to do a show. MC Hammer is going back on tour. He's another one of those artists that has to do shows. Man, it, it this whole thing is just crazy. I just hope everything... I feel like MC Hammer is more of himself to blame. I agree. That nigga would have broke when Biggie was still alive. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, it, it, I mean, I don't know, man. It's just certain artists out there that definitely have to do shows to make a living. 20 years later, you still broke, bro? Bro, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um... It, I'm going to ask you this. Do you feel that with what you know when it comes down to like all celebrities, is R. Kelly not doing something that the, 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 the people up high want him to do? And he's just saying, I'm not doing it. For this man to stand up and say, yo, they they trying to kill me. It, it's, it's not crazy. And I this mean, shit happened with Dave Chappelle. This shit happened with Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence was out in a, I want to say a shopping center, a fucking parking lot, running around with a gun saying they're trying to kill me. You also have people like Cat Williams, Mike Epps, who are not as successful as the people that have done what the upper people, the white people are telling them to do. You get where I'm at? I mean, it's, it's being said. That the people like the Cat Williams are doing are not doing the things like a Kevin Hart is. Ex my point is fucking exactly. So I don't know what it is they may have wanted R. Kelly to do, and I, I and I don't think R. Kelly said like, oh, I'm. Not I know doing that, that he's trying to get his publishing. That's what he's trying to get out of all this. Nobody's speaking on that, it. But he said it in that 19-minute song. Like I said, I listened to it faithfully. That was, that, that, that's, again, because he don't know how to read, probably don't know what he signed. Exactly. But I'm going to say, I, I'm, I don't feel like R. Kelly was one of the people that said, no, I'm not doing this to those higher-ups. I think he's one of the people who live in his own world that he don't even know what it is they even wanted him to do. They might have sent the nigga a letter he couldn't read. Yeah, I mean, something is something, but you do feel that way. Because me, I am big on conspiracy. It, I feel it, it's something. This story doesn't make sense. It, the whole thing doesn't make sense. It's constantly coming back every 10 years. This story is coming back every 10 years. It's something about R. Kelly. It's something. And it, it's getting to a point where I'm just over it, man. I'm going to continue listening to the nigga because that's how I get my rocks off at night. You know what I'm saying? That's my nigga. At the end of the day, pause. yeah, right, pause. <laughs> but 
for real, for real, man. R. Kelly, man, like, I just hope this whole situation just plays out in his favor. Just because I don't need to see another entertainer go out like the others. I don't need this nigga to be in jail. And all of a sudden they say, oh, he committed suicide. That's to, bullshit. I was just about to say That's that. bullshit. I did see somebody have a conspiracy. And you know, there's been a lot of black people committed suicide, quote unquote, or strange deaths. We don't know. Prince what is my is the most recent death that was I'm not, not a death. They I'm killed not, that man. And I'm not even talking about celebrities. I'm talking about black people in general getting locked up and they end up dead. Yes. And as soon as uh, R. Kelly got locked up, right back out. Oh. Child support. Put them back in. Hey, do you, do you with that? Do you feel that this nigga's at risk, like flight risk, with I, all this shit? I don't think he would kill himself. No, no, no. Not like at risk to kill himself. I agree too. But not saying him killing himself. Do you feel like he's a flight risk with him going to the bank? Like this is just one of the theories that I had in my mind. Him going to the bank. He said he went for the first time Wednesday. And that was to put money in his account, boom, boom, boom. Said that he had to wait a couple days. I know for sure that he ended up turning in his passport. He just came back from New Zealand. And that was the last place he went. No, no, yeah, it was New Zealand. New Zealand. And he also did a show in, was it Africa? Either way, he turned in his passport. It's just so much with the story, man. And I feel like I've been talking y'all fucking ears off, man. I hope that y'all was entertained. Uh, YouTube, I hope everything comes out to y'all the way it's supposed to come out to y'all. I just want y'all to share this joint, like this joint, and listen to this joint. I had a little technical difficulties. Technical difficulties, but we here. At the end of the day, man, I appreciate y'all tuning in. Y'all know what to do, man. Share this joint, like this joint, listen to this joint. It's your boy, Trendsetter Press, man. I'm out. You heard me?